it's nice to see that I have a fellow smoker in the building because I didn't see some pictures with you puffing on some. Oh yeah, just a little bit. <laughs> oh, I, oh, I see, I see, I see. Which train you smoking on? Uh, right now I got what is this? This is a hybrid. It's Snowman. Snowman. See, see, you must be in the state where it's legal because I, I'm in North Carolina. It's not legal yet. We 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 proved you. <laughs> yeah, I'm in California, so I'm smoking all the See, time. There you go. See, there you go. That Cali. They said, they said the money, the the money, weed, and women. That's why they come to Cali, like my man Kendrick Lamar said. <laughs> yep, that's a fact. <laughs> so how? So how's your Friday been going? Uh, it's going pretty well. You know, I had work, so that was good. And then I'm gonna babysit after this. So. <laughs> Oh, okay, okay, no doubt, no doubt, no doubt, and um, what have you? And like I said, I ran across like your page, and one, I just love your pics and everything. You just take amazing pics and all, and um, and everything. So, how long you have been in the business? Um, in the adult entertainment industry, I've been in since two thousand and nine. So for me, that's okay. fourteen years. Oh my um, goodness. Yeah. <laughs> but I've actually, status, and <laughs> yeah, I've been well, I've actually been an entertainer in general and a model since I was four, so ninety-five. Oh my god. Wait a second. So you so 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 what did you do when you was a kid? Like like like, like you did talent shows and Oh, no, I was actually signed with Ford Agency, one of the top modeling agencies in the world. Um, So I did. Yeah, so I was like in Kmart, Walmart ads, Sprint commercials, Mercedes-Benz commercials. I was on billboards. I tried out for a couple movies. Um, I didn't do any TV shows or movies, but I was mainly catalog and print and photos. So, yeah, I dabbled in acting a little bit, but I liked modeling more when I was a kid. And then um, I just kind of stopped liking it. Uh, around those awkward years and then once I became like 17 16 to 17 I was like ooh, I wonder if I can get back into modeling and then once I turned 18 I went full-fledged <laughs> yeah. so so when you turned 18 like was you just doing like fashion modeling or did you start looking to doing the adult model uh, well, it's funny because I actually have photos of me when I was 17, right before I turned 18, where it was like fashion models, just type mm-hmm. things, you know, and Laguna Beach, I was in a pretty dress, I was in a Star Spangled Banner suit, swimsuit, nothing, nothing like inappropriate. Um, and then once I turned 18, that's when I opened my eyes to Implied. So I was getting paid for Implied photos that were being submitted to magazines and websites because this is back in... 2009 yeah 2009 so just yeah we're about to be a episode ladies and gentlemen we about to have a ball with this go ahead go ahead go ahead yeah i mean and then there was one time actually where the people that i would shoot for for my implied i went from implied to full-on nude to Mm -hmm. girl girl with my ex-girlfriend so we just did like sensual pictures it's one of my favorite hottest photos um and one one day i went from san diego to beverly hills to test for playboy back down to San Diego for another shoot to Vegas to try out uh, for a go-go dancing slash ring girl, like modeling competition thing. And that was all when I was like 19 years old, back when, you know, sleep didn't matter and the hustle yes. was real. <laughs> yes, man. They never lied so, to 
Oh my yeah. Goodness. So I've been go, go, go my whole life, especially when it comes to the entertainment industry. I just, I feel natural in it. Well, shoot, with that being said, people, welcome to the Smokers Lounge. <laughs> and I'm, and I'm, I am I'm your host. And I am your host, Kavanaugh, the Summer Champ, a.k.a. the Porn Rap Star. Y'all know what it is. Find all my links with one link, allmylinks.com backslash Porn Rap Star. Let me tell you about the four sponsors that we love so much and they love us back. The first one being the Facebook Ads community, lsworld.com. Next up, the highest adult magazine in the game, eroticismmagazine.com. After that, we got Excite Bunny. They offer 90% profit for content creators and no hashtag issues. And for your consumers, a new place for you to consume your triple X content. And last but not least, award-winning, award-nominated. We're talking about smut with voiceover. And they even have virtual reality so you can watch their good porn with an Oculus. I'm talking about blusherotica.com. Yes, And proud member of the GW District Black Podcasting Network. So go over to shopgwdistrict.com. And buy something, why don't you? Also, go to FullySwapRadio.com. Yeah, yeah, I said it right. Fully radio, FullySwapRadio.com. And listen to me five days out of the week in the mornings as we Ooh. give you that good smoke from the industry's best and brightest. Also, check me out on SkyHawk.TV.com as well as the DTP LLC app. And see, I, I, I love redheads, gingers, and <laughs> I was having a hard time to get through because she's gorgeous and I'm a huge fan. So with that being said, I'm going to sit back and let this gorgeous, legendary, big, <laughs> cool, sexy, beautiful smile <laughs> introduce herself. Go ahead. Hi, um, I'm Kendra Lee Ryan. I am an adult performer, adult star, mainly just call me a sex worker um, of 14 years this year. Just hit my milestone. Uh, I have my own website, KendraLeeRyan.com. Not a paywall, just more of a about me and bio. And I basically just love making people come. <laughs> Definitely. So Mainly to me. <laughs> and you do such a great job. It's, it's like, uh, see, when I, when I meet women like her, it makes me uh, miss, miss being in the game and being retired. I just bet Because... Your shit be hot. I ain't gonna run. And 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 I love your pictures and all that good stuff <laughs> and everything. So um because like you said, you started to do the, the pictures. So mm-hmm. and then you started doing the girl on girl. Now with the girl on girl, that was y'all were just doing just like content. You were doing content back then? No, content wasn't a thing. It was just photos for magazines. Um, and then my girlfriend and I actually, that was, it was with my girlfriend, um, cause I am, I am very, very pansexual, bisexual. Um, Sex. yeah, I, I like, I don't, I don't really care. I like them all. Um, so we started working at the strip club together, but she didn't want to strip and I totally was fine with it. So she was waitressing, I was stripping. So that was my first like step into sex work, but I already also had sugar daddies kind of lined up before I turned 18 <laughs> so <laughs> they nothing happened before so I'm my mama's grave um I was very very good before I turned 18 uh at least with the older men uh, I'm not saying anything about my high school years with my age people but yeah uh Ooh. once I turned 18 
I, uh, I started to fully exercise my right as an adult and to partake in the adult activities that I wanted to in this industry. Most definitely. So, so, so you was, uh, working in strip clubs, which I'm pretty sure you was very popular in those clubs. Yeah. (laughs) I was skinnier then too. I was really skinny. I was like a size, uh, four. And I had these like massive D double D tits that were just so perky and cute. And I was blonde and my hair was about as long as it is now, maybe a little bit longer, just natural hair, blonde, Um, my big blue eyes. And then, you know, just a little bit of makeup and little schoolgirl outfits, little pink outfits, little Barbie type outfits, because it's a little, you know, blonde girl. You want to go with a little California look. And I loved it. And then another girl I dated, she was blonde. So at one time we just would double team everybody at the strip club, like the blonde twins. So if you were a single man at the strip club sitting there alone and you gave us one look, like it was over. You were ours for the rest of the night. <laughs> oh, I didn't believe about this piece. Um, because um, because I even remember my days in the strip club, where, especially she had big boobs. Because you had big boobs. You had to shake much ass in the strip club. I'm just saying. You had to do much ass shaking. Yeah, no, I and luckily I worked at I worked at a lot of clubs like in LA and like City of Industry, so I was the very few of the white women in there. So I was like the token white woman, which is never a thing. So it was like kind of kind of cool because I did get that. Because because some clubs would be like one black girl, you would. Exactly, but I also didn't fit in with the clubs that were like that, like. I've never pers like I've so, so because you, my- were, yeah, you, you you can get completely new. Oh yeah. Yeah. Once when you're eighteen, you can't work at the alcohol ones out here in California because yeah. those are twenty one plus, those are topless. Yeah. Um so I was at the eighteen fully nudes and all that. Yeah. To me, they're the more fun clubs when they go completely nude the topless was the topless just got too many damn rules. Gotta sit on these hands and shit. I'd be like I, I want to rub on the boobs. I want to rub on the booty. <laughs> I know, I know. I miss it too. I'm like partly part of me's thinking to start going back to that gym so I can go back to the strip club, but I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. see. You, 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 you might be hollering my man Pipe Wells and do one of his events in New York. Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm just saying. See, I, I'm giving you love pipes. I'm giving you love. in August. Yeah, yeah, his shit be on a boat. It's, it's, you know, he been doing it, he been doing it for over a decade. So Pipes is, is, yeah. When you have Pinky up in the building hosting, you know that, that tells you something right there. So okay. See, see, she just know how to look sexy just by accident. Just, just look at that. <laughs> look at so, so when did you start doing porn? Um, I started porn in, my first scene was technically 20, shoot, what was it? 2012. It it was like right at the verge in January. I got uh, flown out to Miami to shoot for Scoreland. Um, I was really popular on Streamate on camming. Mm -hmm. So popular that they had pay-per-view in the hotel rooms where you could like watch a a live girl. Yeah, I know you're talking about. That was me. So I was like top of the chain at one point on Streamate. So 
because of that, I got a lot of traction. This is before content was huge, before Twitter was huge. Like we had it, but we didn't utilize it the way we do now. And Scoreland reached out to me on Twitter and I'm like, what the hell? This has got to be a joke, right? And then I was like, oh, okay, got the email, got the contract, got my flight, got everything. And next thing you know, I'm I'm with Levi Cash, porn legend, um, and we're fucking for my first scene. And it was great. Absolutely amazing. Well, we're, we're, we about to unpack this first scene, people. We about to unpack this first scene because yeah. this is 2012. Because um, so people can understand, girls wasn't interested in really doing content. No way. Um, they were more interested in being in the magazines. The magazines were still popping, and the paid gigs, going out to Hollywood, working with Score, uh, and stuff like that. The paid gigs. It was about that. Trust. Yeah. Me. You know. So. You get the opportunity to work with Score, one of the biggest name ones, obviously because the big beautiful titties that you got, and uh, and and um, you get thrown out there. Tell me about you know your reaction to the set. Was you nervous? Your emotions and 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 everything. What was your thought process walking in? So I actually wasn't nervous at all, because um, like I had been doing. Um, mainstream work as a child so it was like in my head it was very similar it was just and also on my cam shows I was already having sex with my boyfriends during the cam shows for more traction so I was like oh I'm already doing this like in the privacy of a room and, and like there's other people in other rooms because I'm at a cam studio and they can hear me I'm not really that worried about like a whole set but it wasn't until I actually got in my dressing room with another model I won't disclose the name but they were trying to discourage me and almost like get me to like walk off set. And I was like, I don't like, I don't agree yeah, with They were real back then, huh? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they, they were just, you know, saying like, you know, I, you bet you gotta really think about this. This is like for the rest of your life. And you know, maybe the person was being a mom, like a like mama father type figure. Cause again, I'm not going to disclose whether it was male, female or who it was or anything of that nature. But maybe the person was like looking as like an elderly person down on someone who's 21 and just trying to be like, Hey, like I wouldn't have chosen this. I don't know, but it came off really, really rude. And it came off really like, don't do this not knowing my history that like I wanted to do this since I was like really young like I've done wait, wait, podcasts. Wait, so she was there to shoot also the person was at the shoot too they were on set oh, snap. They were on so set. Nah, I'm gonna tell you what I think it was she know she she, she know you were gonna take that shine that would have worked that would um worked. I mean well it doesn't I mean it didn't happen the person the person that I'm in question of, that I'm talking about is very, very, per is like great, you know, well, well off. So it wasn't, I don't know, like, again, I don't know the intentions, but yeah. it definitely yeah. didn't feel good. And I will always remember that. And that was the only thing that didn't feel good about that day at set. It was like, I didn't have someone as like a cheerleader. I had someone more questioning my motives. And it was like, well, I know what I'm doing here and I know why I'm here, but I don't need somebody else questioning it, you know? Oh no, oh no. So shoot, so let's get to the shoot, back to the shoot. So um, like I said, y'all was on set. Um, what type of scene was it? Did y'all do like a role play uh, or, or so, anything like that? 
I actually was working at, well, I had just quit working at Hot Topic. I worked in retail for a couple years, like in my high school years. And Hot Topic was the most recent one. And side note, I was fucking the manager. Like, um, <laughs> like there would be times where I'd be at the cash register with my phone, like handling the floor or whatever. And he'd be in the back doing inventory. And he'd text me, like, come to the back. And I'd go in the back and we'd just fuck in the bathroom. So, um, good dick. Shout out. Uh, so I quit Hot Topic. I told them this on set because they're like, what's some of your wildest experiences? And I was like, oh, well, you know, I used to like go to the back and just fuck my manager. They're like, perfect. That's what we're doing. Um, but not your manager. And I was like, what? So the scene is I'm like a store clerk at a clothing store. And this guy comes in all nerdy looking. And like, I'm like, oh, well, I'm going to make you look bad. I'm, I'm going to fuck you. I'm going to fuck you into looking so naughty, basically, and like setting up. A whole outfit for him and then fucking him in the middle of the store so it was hot it was great sex <laughs> so 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 how many scenes did you shoot with with score that that week when you went down was that it was just only one or i know they did probably more than one yeah so that trip was two i think i've shot i've either shot for them four times or six times i can't remember I can't remember right now. I think it might have only been four. But I think I have six scenes because I have solos with them. And then they keep reproducing yeah, yeah. the same thing. And I don't know why. I'm like, just shoot me again. But I think it's because I got a yeah. belly. So. No, but see, I think um, because the, what I was saying, because even back then, it, it was dual situation. It was duality there. Because not only was you doing the porn scene for the porn, but also for you to appear in their magazine. You know, oh, yeah, and I, I still got my magazine somewhere. It's so funny because... I know you at least made a couple of one of them suckers. I know you made a couple of one of them. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was on a couple with, with my big old titties. <laughs> I'm, I'm very proud of my previous work. It makes me... It kind of makes me sad to see where our industry is at now. Like, even though a lot of people feel empowered and are happy to have this content creation... I it's not for me I definitely liked like having to go to set um especially as like a BBW we had even though we didn't have more options back then looking back now we had more options like we had a better chance of being filmed then than we do now because it's more of content now luckily we have like Blush Erotica we do have a few more sets and studios that have opened up but because of the way uh it shifting, was more main it was more mainstream companies that shot because exactly. you had Rodney Moore, mm-hmm. you had um, West Coast Production, you had Heatwave, you had TT Boy, you had um, she did, did you just someone I'm talking about doing Black Ice. There, there and, you was know, another score. one. I think even even uh, Evil Angel or something like that yeah, shot BBWs yeah, too. Angel was one of the main ones that shot BBWs. So you know, if you look back, it's like, so we kind of did have more choices then, and now it's up to us to create it. And I, no offense, but I don't want to work with half these fucking, not more than half these fucking people. I don't. I got no fucking desire because these people ain't professional. They don't got shit going for them. That's see, why they're doing. See, you know why the reason why is because the way that, see, this is why I like talking to people that came from my age, that came from my age bracket, because she got in the game probably. Film-wise, two years, no, about two, yeah, two years after me. And one, it's too easy to get into the business. 
to even start the business for for women mainly. And then two, the other part of it is is that because content creation took over, the way that we used to shoot has now been diminished. Because think about what you said. Even even with the independence, we shot like we was on a studio set. Yep. We shot like it was a studio set. Even with the content trade, we we had the studio lights. You had the big camera. Uh, yep. Back then, you had to have the the, the, the handy camera. <laughs> you couldn't get the big game. The handy camera came in fucking hand candy. You know, period. You had the handy camera. You had the camera that you took pictures with. You did the pretty girl pictures. You know, period. Girls don't do pretty girl pictures no damn more. It just no. It's. It's just like three or four photos of your front and your back and you're done. Like, it's, it makes me sad because that's why I entered modeling as a child. Mm-hmm. And then growing up as an adult, I wanted to continue my expression, but in a naked form. Like, yes, it doesn't always have to be porn, but we don't even have options for magazines really anymore. Even no. Playboy's gone digital and it's not even that. In- it's like they're all inclusive, which it's too much. It's, it's insane. Mm-hmm. I don't, it's, it's oversaturated. Yeah, it's it, because cause when I talk to uh, some of the legends, you would think they'd be like, "No, I love this." They'd be like, "No, I kind of miss the old days when you when you had to use the agents, when you had to, you know, what I'm saying go to the studios." Come on, it, it, Come it, you on. know what I'm saying. Um, I even had a conversation with someone when we were talking about, aw. she wants, she's a little sick right now, so she wants mommy's oh, attention. Her name's Indica. Oh, she will. Well, my my cat will probably make an appearance sooner or later because Zazie is a trip. Um, (laughs) Did you you hear her name? What's her name again? Indica. Indica? Oh, I love dogs. Yeah, she's my baby. She has bladder stuff. She's got some bladder issues right now, so she's very needy. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go (laughs) tonight. Oh my goodness. Sorry about that. Problem. It's just um because yeah, because it's to the point where because of the cell phone, because of so many things, it's like people don't realize the quality of the game changed. You know. Uh, yeah. but no, but the argument I was having, well, it was somewhat of an argument, but when we talked about back then you had to send profile pics. When you mm-hmm. see you know, period. Not only did the women have to send profile pics to men too. And the argument was, so why did he have to send his dick pic? And that's messed up. They have to ask. It's and and why does she need to send profile new pics? That's try to liken it to that of like sexual assault, abuse, what have you. I'm like, no, that just you have to understand if score is spending this money, they want to see what you're going to look like mm-hmm. in front of it. Not yeah. post. Standing at rest because they want to see if you got a stomach. They want to see if you got scar. Yep. They want to see, you know, it, it all that shit. You know, period. The photos Dude. were like this. The photos were like this. Like yeah. I had to go on my side. Yeah, all of it. Dudes, we had to show our face. We had to do a completely nude picture with our dick erect. We had to give them a dick picture along with it. Why? Because they wanted to see if your dick was actual adequate size. <laughs> because people didn't realize, exactly. yeah, if the mainstream exactly. company give a fuck about the dick side to a certain extent. 
Is that why men send us dick pics? No, nowadays they just do it just to be idiots, but no. I'm like, was that, was that like? I said, no, it was like, because even with a established porn star that my ass was trying to work with, she was like, no, I need a picture of your dick. I sent her a picture of me with my shirt off. She's like, no, I need a picture of you new, hard, and I need to see your dick hard. I said, why? Because I don't want hey. my fans to see me with a small ass dick when I'm sitting here fucking motherfuckers with big ass dicks in Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to be fair, too, when I've had single friends at my house and they're like on Tinder, they're like, I just want to get fucked, but like, oh, what if this dick is bad? I go, ask for a dick pic. They're like, what? I'm like, ask for a dick pic. Men love sending yeah. it anyway, so you might as well just fucking ask for it. They'll send it. Yeah, because at the end of the day, I mean, it, it, do, women, do you actually think we'll be offended if you ask for a dick pic? No, I, I mean, I haven't met a man. <laughs> I'd love to meet the man what? that's offended by it. I would if love to meet him. He has a small dick. No, even the small dick motherfucker will send you the dick pic. Like, no, yeah, no actually, 100%. 100% yeah, because I, my ex, yeah, my ex. <laughs> yeah, my, my cute little, my cute little ex. I'm not kidding. Yeah. She, she like my cute little ex, yeah, I mean, uh, he, we've been broken up for fuck, 11, 12 years, and he still hasn't found anyone else because the pussy that good, so. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, you know what they say, that man. Best I ever had. <laughs> 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 I mean, from, from what I saw, the girls also looked like me that he was taking on dates, so I'm like, well, okay, good luck, buddy. <laughs> oh, my God. But no, but but like I said, I mean, it's but see, they don't realize the things that was done was for a, a reason because mm-hmm. part of the reason why, like for example, and, and you came, I, I don't know when you started your journey on the content side of things, but Cliff Sale didn't want everybody's twenty two fifty seven mile release. That didn't become a thing until OnlyFans came around. The saturation mm-hmm. of the game, you know. Um and everything. And then too on top of that, you just couldn't jump in doing fetish because fetish wasn't popping then. Solo yep. videos, let's keep it 100. They won't try to film that shit. No, if you did a solo, it was to lead into a scene. And I don't know if you, this was a thing for you, but for me, I found back in back in my day. When I was doing porn, there was private collectors. So I'd go on, yeah. and this was sexy when Sexy Jobs was actually legit. You'd go on yeah. Sexy Jobs, you'd find someone who'd pay you three to $800 for one video that sells to one person, and they even offered to give you the video, but you didn't know what to do with the video then because you didn't know that you could upload to Pornhub. You thought that was like major studio things because at yeah. least I didn't. I shouldn't say you as a general me. Yeah. I was young and naive. Also, it wasn't what we have now. We didn't have I want clips, or we we didn't have I want clips. We didn't have many vids. We had the clips for sale, which has been around forever. But that thing is so outdated. I didn't even know how to use it back then. So, fuck trying to use it now. Absolute the fuck not. I don't even have a fucking yeah, it, clips it, for it, sale. It was three. It was three main sites. It was Rude.com, Southern Charms, and Clips for Sale. And see, what people understand, 
they had standards of what you had to present. It just, you know, you, you had to have a certain amount of scenes before you could start even getting a payout. Yes, that's what it was. Thank you, because that's what it was. I remember I tried understanding it, and I was like, oh, I don't even have enough of that type of stuff. Like, I never, I never filmed yeah, it all. They, you had to have I 10 clips. You had to have 10 clips for, because your store would go up, but you couldn't. Mm-hmm take any charges or anyone could get memberships or anything like that unless you had 10 clips you know so it just like when they had go ahead well now that's easy to do but back then how fucking hard was it like you can't you can't find people that are willing to fuck for free back then at all let alone try to convince them oh this is gonna be a great down the line market, I promise. Like that just sounds like a fucking scam. Content was fucking for free. You know what I mean, girls? Like I don't fuck for free. I like if you want to do content trade, I don't fuck for free. I don't fuck for free. There was the my first. So my first content, technically, it was paid content, but it was a really bad situation. Like the guy made like convinced me that I had to stay at his house in West Hollywood because. The driving would be too much because of the way talent testing was set up back then. So I was staying in his dingy ass house that was full of shit. It was gross. He was gross. And that video, like, if you search hard enough, I'm not even going to give it the time and tell you guys about it. But if you search hard enough, you can find it. But it's only, like, on one platform that he, he I think it, it wasn't I Want Clips, but he had to move it because he didn't have the right forms. But you can find that video and you can even see me in it. I'm drugged up. I'm not okay. I'm not like it doesn't look like I'm enjoying myself. And it's kind of sick going back because I think I did sign paperwork. So I don't have I can't do anything about that. But that was my first like experience. And that's when I was like, I don't really like this, even though I got paid for it. If this is the way content is like when you're just kind of privately in people's houses, I don't want to do that. Like that's fucking gross to me. And quite honestly, I'd rather just fuck for money without the goddamn camera. It's a lot fucking easier. And I get to actually talk to someone, connect with someone, get to know their goddamn fucking name more than just a government ID. The reason why girls even did porn was to boost their escort for the most part. Because because at the end of the day, you 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 could charge more because I'm a porn star. I'm on the cover of this magazine. You know that's what I do. <laughs> that's why I did yeah, it. Because, because, because really that where the money was at was the meet and the greets. Yes, that's that's exactly why I did it. I knew long game I wanted to escort and I to this day having a I just that's why I had to run a little bit late today, because People want to meet Kendra Lee Ryan. They want to hang out with Kendra Lee Ryan. I have a fucking date at 6.30 a.m. because people want to hang out with Kendra Lee Ryan. And that's why I They're so shocked that porn stars also escort. And I'm I'm like, it makes sense. Because, for example, people, when they go see Beyonce, what what, what they want? They want an autograph, they want a hug, they want to talk to her, this, that, and the third. If you meet a movie actor, you want to get his autograph, you want to talk to him, get a hug, all that good shit, right? What the fuck you think people want to do with a porn star? You know, hands down. And and two, uh, and, and and like I said, at the end of the day, it's there's so many ways that you can make money, even to the point where, okay, you got <laughs> the food, but you also got the fetish, you know? Um, 
and um, and everything. Because it just it's funny, like when I see girls put no meetups, I'm like, you know how much you, you know how much money you miss now. Well, I mean, between me you and the whole audience that's watching this, most people that have no meetups, everyone has a price. Yes, they do. I'm just gonna say that yeah. everybody has a price. I. I uh, have I have been in this industry long enough to know that everybody has a price. Like, what you mean? Like, what Stop playing, cause let's keep it one hundred. Remember, when score group used to have the boob tube, the the boob, the boob. Oh group. yeah. Stop playing. You don't yeah. think no no hygiene is going on the boob group, and you in international waters once you get in the waters. So that means escorting yeah. is very legal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And and it's the fucking oldest p- job in the fucking world. And let's be let's get let's keep it even more fucking a hundred. If you're married, you're still paying for sex. You're either paying for the bills, you're paying for clothes, you're paying for dinners. Even if you're dating, you're taking her out for dinner, you're buying her fucking dessert, you're buying her movie tickets. You're still paying for fucking sex at the end of the day. Like and even if the woman still wants to fuck. Hey, half the time I want to fuck the clients that I have anyways because they're hot as hell. Doesn't mean I I'm not gonna enjoy my bills yeah, being paid while I'm doing it too. See, that's the other thing is that whether it's porn or escorting or what have you, see you gonna bump into somebody that you enjoy fucking. <laughs> oh yeah, and it's great too because you can, I. I mean, for me, I connect with my clients so much that we usually turn it into like a regular thing or even a sugar baby type of situation because I I just flow better that way. Like I again, I love porn. <clears throat> I love modeling first. Modeling is 100% my favorite thing as it's always been, and I love porn and I if I could never do content for the rest of my career, I wouldn't. But I have to for OnlyFans and I have to for certain things to keep it up. But it's okay because I have a small roster of people I'll work with that it's totally great. So, like, for me, I am so content with doing my scenes for Plumper Pass, for Blush Erotica, um, for Jeff's Models. Uh, A couple other companies have reached out to me. I don't want to name drop just in case anything happens. I'm totally fine with working for companies and I'm totally fine with escorting. I I'm not making content for this this year. I've took I've already announced that. I said I'm done. 2023. Here's the thing, I think, with your situation. One, you had many years in the game. <clears throat> That's one. Two, the content that you do have, that is content trade, which we're gonna get into a little bit of that, is is high quality because they saw you with score. They saw you with the top company. So you kind of got to keep that level even with your own shit. You know, and you're not dependent upon content. Because that's one thing I tell females. You have to be diverse in this business. You know, because you can't just depend on the content. Because that money fluctuates way All more. the time. You know, oh, what I'm yeah. you might have one month with that shit sold like hotcakes, the next month that bitch dead. You know, yep. that's the reason why girls should look at the doing fair, should look at the webcam. If you you can do the meet and greets, meet and greets. You know, period. Um, it because ladies nowadays got way, way more ways to make money 
in this oh, yeah. baby to have you. But the big another issue though is the the girls who haven't been around as long, even five to six year girls, like or people, they the ones who were raised on the content and the Snapchat and the Twitter and the Instagram, and that's how it is. Like they are the people that are also creating more drama and problems in this industry and it's it's actually hilarious because i mean i unfortunately got brought into it recently i let it overtake my mental health and i shouldn't have looking back it's really comical because yeah. i'm fucking kendra lee ryan i've been doing this for fucking 14 years i'm a goddamn professional model of 27 years Nobody is going to be able to change who I really am as a character. And, like, if you've worked with me, which most people have and some of the best performers have, the truth is the truth. So it's hilarious when you have these new people coming in and they just want to bandwagon, go with the flow, do things that is on the, like, the cool thing to do on Twitter right now. But in the long run, you're making yourself look bad. Do you think fans and clients want to see that fucking drama? Do you think that they're going to fucking subscribe now? You just showed that all you care about is another person's business. You are not desirable, man. That is sick. That's sick in the fucking head. That shows that you are not meant to be in this industry because you're too focused on somebody else's finances, life, whatever. And if you've got a problem with someone, you need to take it up with them directly, not on social media. This is a business. It is embarrassing how people are acting nowadays. We see it's because people think that ratchetness would get them over. Not mm-hmm. in this business. Because no. you can be okay, it's like this, because yeah, we about to keep it real, because I see I keep it real with you. We we it's about to be good, people. This, this this might be a nice long episode, so y'all buckle up. I um I heard about the things that happen at conventions. I hear about you know stuff that happened at pool sides, all that stuff. And it's interesting that you said that because you've been in this business for fourteen years. You understand when I say this. It ain't the talent that these ladies have to watch out for because it's the producers and the directors who they're watching. And there's certain things that they see that you can do, whether it's your Twitter page, whether it's in person, whatever, that will turn them off to where you're not getting work with them and any of the people they're associated with. That's a... That's what the, <coughs> excuse me, smoker. <coughs> That's why I had to take like, <coughs> I had to take a few steps back. And when I was, um, cause I have a couple of friends that are OGs, Eliza Lore. I will gladly name drop her cause she was supposed to be with me, but she had to work. Um, yeah. She is a good, good friend of mine because her and I have dealt with a lot of the same drama and bullshit from newer people. And it is, um, it's just, it's really sad because that shit will be going on and I have to bite my tongue or I'm from Philly, so it's hard to, I don't bite my tongue well. I, I spout what I fucking say and then I regret it, so I delete it. And then I'm like, well, I said what I fucking said. 
I, I still stand by what I said, but I delete it because of the fan aspect. I delete it from the drama aspect. I delete it from the business aspect. I said what I said, and I hope the persons who I was directing it to, because I'm blocked, I got no way to talk to you. I hope you all read it, because that's it. Like, I don't give a fuck. Screenshot it. I don't care. I said what I fucking said. I don't want the goddamn fans and my clientele and my fans to be like, this bitch got drama. I can't trust her discreetly. That's not the fucking case. I'm defending myself. But I don't got to do it on fucking social media. Point being, with that said, God damn it, I just got off track. I was uh, talking about Eliza, though, um, yeah. and how her and I, how, like, we've been through all the same shit. So when I was, oh, that's what I was going to say. So when anything on Twitter happens, because I am now conditioned to believe that Twitter, Instagram, yeah. whatever, when the masses, the little trolls come along and tell anyone anything, let alone me. I'm a very, I can be very insecure. I'm a model. Models are some of the most insecure fucking people in case nobody knew that. Fun fact. Um, I call, first people I call are my business partners, the people I work for. Hey, I want you to know, have you seen what's going on? Did you see what's going on? What can we talk like? And every single time, every single time, everything's fine. It has nothing to do with us. We're fine. And it's like, that's another thing that like, I really want anyone listening who is in the industry new to the industry long in the industry dealing with anything of this nature it does not fucking matter what your peers are saying because these people are not your fucking peers at the end of the day you have to look out for yourself always it is you against everybody else you were born alone you're gonna die alone and that same goes in this fucking industry. So fuck what anyone has to goddamn say. As long as you keep your business intact and you keep yourself straight and you keep yourself good with your business partner, show up, be on time, like show up on time, be professional, be hygienic, be that bitch. You're not going to have a problem. I haven't lost one goddamn thing. I've actually made more money in the last month and a half than I made in the last year that I've been getting going through shit with people. So with that being said, you know, you know what time of the show it is, people. It's the time of the show where the pushers go dry, the dicks go limp. They talk about the business. So this is where we really get about the business of porn. This lady here, she she has vast knowledge of it because it's 14 years. And um, what was the hardest part of transitioning from doing pay gigs to now I have to do content? Uh, I mean, I still, as you kind of have heard, I'm still very old school. You know, I, when it comes to the transitioning from before to now, what I chose to do when it comes to content was I vetted my, um, my scene partners very well. Eddie J, amazing, amazing partner to film with. Um, Dan Ferrari, another great man. Sterling Cooper, another great man. Dante Cole, another great man. And all of these men have been up for awards, too. Like, all of these men are amazing performers, have great reputations, have never had issues. Um, so I have a great male talent roster. And then when it comes to females, I'm not... I like women a lot, so I keep it private. I don't film so much with women anymore. Um, but the transition has definitely been hard, it's it's really hard for someone like me who is conditioned to get paid for sex in any type yeah. of form to show up and like 
have sex with people knowing I'm not getting paid directly. And it's like, and I essentially paid for it because of the testing. So it's, it's a very hard thing mentally. And that's why I had to stop this year. I didn't, I think I did one or two content trades in 2023 and that's it. I'm not, I cut it off. I'm not. And then I'm reevaluating for 2024 and what I'm going to do. I might just think so to me. Well, I always say the blueprint was you have a resident male talent, a guy that, one, you know where his dick been, and two, y'all can shoot and give you everything that you need. If you want role play, if you want this, you want that, you know, period. And you're not sharing it with so much because at worst case scenario, you're just sharing it with one other person. Unless exactly. you have a camera person to your disposal. Um, and then you might deal with established mail time just for change of pace, you know, pretty. Mm-hmm. But, um, but like I said, also, that's for those that are dependent upon the content. Because like I said, one, you're getting paid gigs. So, and you probably get paid gigs at a decent rate. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of times, that part of the reason why girls even did tricky was to offset the lack of paid gigs and the lack of the paid mm-hmm. gigs paying well. Absolutely. Especially if they were going out to California. <laughs> oh yeah. And it's it's still it still is and it's even bigger than ever. It's bigger than people would even know. Yeah. Because shoot, because um because like I said, the the it's just funny that she said just I go from I have to fuck this dude for a seat. Not to get paid. It's so hard. I will say, like, that's the good thing about my vetting process is I vet people that I would, like, fuck without. Because um, I was in a relationship for, I was engaged, and, uh, I mean, I technically am still. I just, I, I don't want to get into my personal life, but I, I will say yeah. I don't know where that per I that person's been missing. So I don't know where my, so uh, with all that stuff that happened uh, two months ago. So... I technically still have a fiance, but I don't know where that person is. Um, anyways, so I um, was able to vet people that I would have fucked outside of my relationship. That I was like, oh, I would fuck them. Yeah. Now, because because of the fact that you're getting a nice chunk of paid gigs, see, I want people to understand where where this coming from. So y'all ladies can understand something. Some people got it good to a certain extent, to where they can move a certain way and they can make certain decisions because there's certain things they're not dependent upon. Mm -hmm. But her having a frequency of paid gigs, maybe one a month, two a month, you feel what I'm saying? Plus the fact that you do the meet and greets. Because she has so many other ways that she makes money, now I'm not depending upon boy girl content, so I can be picky about who the fuck I fuck for a kind for a content trade, you know. Yep. And it, it her brand is based off who the hell she fucks, so who better than high quality guys? <laughs> exactly, you know. That's that's why I decided not to shoot as long as I did, and. There was a few shoots that were set up this last year that fell through, and honestly, I'm really relieved that they didn't happen because I, I don't, 
feel like they were really on the brand that I go for. I shoot with a lot of more, like my girl girl stuff, I shot with Lauren Phillips. Like I shoot with mainstream porn stars. My other girl girl was with Alex Gray, a skinny, petite mainstream model. Like I don't shoot with BBWs. It's not because, um, I, I it's not because I don't like fat women, not at all. I just have a very specific type when it comes to curvy or BBW women. And I don't want to fake it. I don't want to fucking fake it. So if I'm going to have sex on camera with someone, I want it to be. If any BBW smoker listening to this, don't take this personal because let's keep it 100. Y'all might be not too particular about the dick that you fuck, but trust me, you particular about the pussy you eat. Yeah, and it's not even about women, too. It's same with men. It's I have preferences on men, too. It's not just I have preferences on women. I have preferences on men. Men have preferences on women. But see, I don't tell you what's funny. They get mad when they hear that, especially when a man says that. But they get mad when... But it's fucked up. But it's, it's a business. Because, for example, like, I talked to one model, Go Go Fuck Me. She said, look, how the fuck did it look like me fucking a fat dude? She was like, no, I want my dude muscular with tatted up. You know what I'm saying? But, look. but when you think about it, she's a tatted up black woman. They got a baby body. Look like she in the gym. Blah, 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 blah. So it's going to be a certain look that looks best for her that will get over with her fan base as well as, as new people. So females, when they pick their male talent, you have to think about Will he get over with my fan base? And does he look good with me? You know, period. Because it's kind of like, it, it's like I talked to somebody that, it's just like a couple porn couple, a porn couple. <clears throat> the couple got to look good fucking together. I'm sorry. It, it ain't going to work. <laughs> yeah. It's true. It's true. And again, it's not that I don't, I think honestly what it is, is because I'm not, I am in the BBW category, but it's only because I have a belly. If I was to get a tummy tuck, I would be a pog or I would just be thick because I have a very athletic, naturally toned, well, not naturally, I was an athlete for years, but I'm a very athletic, like curvy, natural body. So I just have gained weight in my stomach. Like I don't even have that big of arms. I'm very muscular. Like, so, but at the end of the day, like, I've done scenes with Luna Lark. Gorgeous, wonderful, beautiful BBW. I love her body. I love her. I love working with her. It's I'm, It's just everyone's particular about who they fuck. And there's nothing fucking wrong with it. And I'm not saying I won't fuck anyone, because I'll fuck anyone, too. But if I'm doing goddamn content, it's going to be with someone I have chemistry with, I want to fuck, and it's going to fucking sell. Yeah, not because it's a different mentality than when you're walking in and getting paid for a shoot. Because with content trade, you're picking the person you're working with. With a paid gig, you're not picking the dude that you're fucking. You know and what I'm it's saying? because, you like know, you said, I was, I'm able to build myself up to where I'm at to be at this, to be picky. I yeah. don't have to do fucking content to make money. OnlyFans does not pay my bills. It helps. It's a great way to have some extracurricular money or maybe savings. Like, it's not that I don't, I make good money on there. But if I didn't have it, it wouldn't fucking hurt me either. I, I have pl- I have at least five different jobs every day that I do. And I, I, can, I, I don't think a lot of sex workers can say that. 
No, but see, the, the thing of it is, is that ladies must understand you're a business. You're the product. Your money is made from goods and services. Period. Your goods is the, the content that you sell. Your services is the webcam, the meet and greets, the custom videos, and stuff of that nature. And yeah. even to the point where I like when even when you were hearing girls that was making six figures on OnlyFans and stuff like that, people weren't ever understanding what they were doing to get it. They just saw they yeah. made six figures. They just thought, I just need I just need to get OnlyFans. <laughs> I know, no. I, and people still say that. I'm like, actually, because I have done another, I've done a few interviews in depth about my career path. And I just, at this point, I'm like, here, watch that podcast. Watch that one. Watch that one. I can't explain. You can't just fucking go and join OnlyFans and make money, like, post it on your Instagram. Go join it. It's not. Oh, it's, I even, it, I... I had to recently hire someone to help me organize just my content because I'm like overwhelmed because of OnlyFans. So it's definitely a different day. It's definitely a different era. Yeah. I miss the old days. <laughs> See, now I don't feel so bad when I say that shit. And then y'all hate me for that shit. Like, Fuck that. No, because even to the point where, like, okay. Yeah, we had creeps back in the day. Yes, we did. But not to the level and frequency that we have it now. No. To work stoppers. I, I can just go down with this. I mean, don't get it twisted. You know, it, it, to me, because the gates got opened so wide and it made it to where, this is how I look at it. it this era devalued the porn star. Because even to the point where I look at your page, right? Your Twitter page, I do not see too much of your porn shit. You feel what I'm saying? Nope. You know, period. It, it's it's pinup stuff, model stuff, or what have you. And it's always been that conversation of less and more because you also have girls that bust it open on their page. Mm-hmm. You know, period. And to me, let's keep it 100. Do you think girls do too much on their page to promote this shit? I mean, if it works for them, it works for them. For me, <clears throat> I was I was raised in a very traditional home, so the fact that I even went this route was fucking absurd. Um, and even though I wanted to my whole life, it was just like, whoa. But with that said, I kind of took my traditional values and applied it to my sex work. So for me, in my opinion, less is more because the less you show the more they're gonna spend and go to your site but if you feel posting a five to ten second clip of you getting railed is what is working for you marketing and network wise dope do it that isn't what i am comfortable with because it goes back to the free content again like okay so now i'm posting on twitter five to ten seconds and I'm going to just say it. I already have a great imagination. I can masturbate without porn. So if I got five to ten seconds of my favorite fucking actress and I can watch that at the end of my nut and that be the best nut ever and I don't got to pay her, I'm going to do that. See, to see, okay. <laughs> One thing with that, and I tell people as a man and me being in the business, you know what I'm saying, if he jerks off to it, 
And he jumps off enough to eventually he's going to buy. But the whole point of it is the whole point of the sale is to get them to get to the whole site. Yep. It takes that one scene to for them to get their asses to subscribe, so be it, you know, period. Mm-hmm. But here's the difference. You give me pin up fucking pictures. You give me professional looking pictures. Yeah, you might have your selfie here and there, but I might see professional, 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 professional selfie. Professional, professional, professional. It's you, you, you market yourself as money. You market yourself as a sex symbol. You market yourself as a pinup model. You feel what I'm saying? It's kind of it. And ladies in this era has lost that because yeah. of the fact of that. We had the porn stars to tell us what to do because they showed mm-hmm. it to us. We had the magazines, all this. Here, they have the OnlyFans girls and the IG girls. <laughs> so, they, so it, you know what I'm saying? So they don't understand. I do. So, so they don't understand that you have the opportunity to market yourself to a broader audience, but you're missing it because the way that you're marketing yourself. Yeah. Yeah, and I do have, um, I have a best friend who, she's got like 2 million followers on Instagram. She's got Uh over 100K on TikTok. She's got almost 100K on Twitter. She's killing it. She's great. So she helps me a lot because I think the reason why my Twitter, and I don't have Instagram right now, but I think the reason why my Twitter is so, like you say, like pin up, professional, like stuff like that is because that's how I was, that's what I knew when I was modeling as an 18 to 20 year old. So when social media came as a big play, I actually took a break from, when was it? 2014, 2015, I went back to school for hair, got my cosmetology license and then came back in the industry. My first AVN was 2000, I think, 17 or 18 because I never went to AVN before um so I went just to check it out and as I was checking out people were like Kendra Lee Ryan and I was like what like what do you mean I didn't understand that I was like this thing and yeah. you know I went on I went on Pornhub and I saw or I googled my name and I saw I had mil- like a couple million views on a couple different sites and I was like I've been out of the game for two years how the fuck what the fuck is going on? Like, wait, so I can do something about this again. I can come back? Like, so then I came back yeah, and I was because, like, oh, because like it, it, I'm going to tell you what Sometimes, this is the biggest thing that I learned. Women lack patience. Because it's not about when it hits, as long as it hits. And sometimes it might take a year, it might take two, it might take three, it might take four. You know, period. But when it does, it does. Because I've seen girls when they stepped out the game and the next thing you know, I see them a couple of years. Yo, did you know I'm still making money with, the, with with my stuff? So I decided to come back. <laughs> yeah. And I'm kind of taking a soft break right now, too. And, like, just doing a whole, you know, I have a lot of personal things going on in my own life. So I'm redoing a lot of my own life, my house, all of that. So this whole next year, I'm going to be, like, kind of taking a step back i'll still film if the option's there but i'm really looking forward to like my other my second butterfly transformation as i call it 
Because oh. if you go back to my scenes, my first scene with uh, Jeff's models mm-hmm. ever, that was my first comeback scene, and I looked fucking great. I was a lot skinnier. I was like 180. Now I weigh like 200. So, you know, it is a little bit of a difference, and I know how to shoot bigger, but it's crazy when you just look back at 2017, 2018 to now and seeing how many videos I've done, how many interviews. I've even been on which is this is like my favorite accomplishment right now i went on shade 45 on rude jude so oh, i was sweet. like that and i if you know me eminem i would i would do anything to suck his dick <laughs> and i don't even like white dudes like that like i don't date white dudes i don't fuck with them really like like that but oh he is <sighs> so yeah I mean, because it, it 14 years, you know what I'm saying? I mean, when you think about it, when we came in, the best a girl could hope was three. Now, 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 now that didn't drop to like three months, but uh, <laughs> it was, you know, three years back then. And your career has spanned 14, you know what I'm saying? It's like, and still going, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's not that it's based off of you shooting content. No, it's based off of paid gigs. Yeah. You know, you know, period. Yeah. So it's like, and and do you and do you have an agent or or this or you completely independent? I have been a hundred percent independent since I left Ford agencies as a kid. So mm. yeah. I've never I've never had an agent, never had a manager. I have made all the connections myself. I have never had an issue getting onto red carpets. I, I was nominated for quite a few awards. Um, I haven't been for the last two years because I haven't been as active, but usually every year I'm nominated for some award or another at some award show. So I've had no issues finding my way to meeting some of the top people, getting my way into whatever I need to. And I don't need an agent because that's what agents do. That's what managers do. I do it myself. I email the people myself. and. I do it until they tell me no, because why the fuck not? That's that's what yeah. that's what I was taught. Yeah, because you have females that act like they're scared to reach out. You know, mm-hmm. pretty, even, you, you never know if you just submit your shit to the people. You know, but exactly. also you got to pay attention to do you fit what they shoot. That's the yeah. other thing. Yeah, you, know, you can't just be. You know, and then there does come a point where, like, if you've submitted enough times in a short span, like, just wait a year or two. Like, I tried um, shooting for score. Excuse me. I tried shooting for Scoreland when I came back, and they denied me. No, that's not true. They actually gave me a small offer, but I declined it because it wasn't it wasn't something I was willing to do. And then when I put the weight on, they declined me. And then I waited two more years later and I sent them photos again. They declined me. And so now I'm just not, unless I get my body done, I, I've i tried enough. I'm I'm exhausted on that one. I'm good. I don't, again, I don't need them. Yes, I they mean, were. You already first... worked with them and shot with them. So it's kind of like, you know. Exactly. Yeah, because, because, because to me, like I said, with you being in the business for two years, and, it's kind of like now I'm at the point that you making them hot, not the other way around. To me. Exactly. Because, yeah. But because because you, your name is known. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that's another reason why I hate content trade, because so many people, so many people make more money off of me because they knew how to monopolize than I did, learn, like, jumping into it, learning the content trade game. So... I fucked up my first year or two and, you know, all those views of me with all these amazing people, which I give them props for that. They knew what they were doing. I didn't. I do now. But it was it was hard. It was a hard fucking lesson to learn, you know, how to monopolize on your content, how to put it out there, how to do trailers, how to how to market it, everything. Yeah, so it was funny because agent told the model that I, I interviewed. And I just find it cute when he said what he said. That um, he told her she needed, you know, slow down on the content trade. If you're going to do content trade, do content trade. Basically, he said with a, someone that would know that. Um, or what have you. Because he was like, think about the guy more popular than you. You know, pretty. And it's funny that you said that because, like you said, it's because they're more savvy with what to do with the content, how to put it out, um, editing, because I know. If you like me, editing is a pain in the ass. Yeah, that's that's exactly what it is for me. But luckily, the names that I listed earlier of the male talents, that's who I worked with. So yeah. they already were established. They were monopolizing on it. They are yeah. amazing talents. So that's why I say props to them because it's not like I'm not butthurt by it because I look back at my sales and I'm like, oh, I still make good money. I still make yeah. good money. And being with them in general is a good look all around because we're yeah. all giving each other more exposure. So, yeah. like, the one, there's a scene I did with Dante Cole and Steve Ricks, and it's actually a bisexual scene. And a lot of people commented on it because Dante Cole hadn't been with a lot of BBWs before. And, um, oh, my automatic lights. Um, <laughs> so someone commented, they were like, oh, Dante with the BBW would love to see more of this. So it's like, oh, cool. Like, hopefully he opens up that door for himself to film with more. B and maybe he has. I don't keep up with everybody's career like that. I, you know, like I said, doing stuff in my own life right now. But yeah, it's really cool to see that. You know, it's cool to see those compliments and see that okay, crossover stuff like that does work. So that's the that's, that's some of the positives. And again, it's people I want to fuck. Like that's probably the also the thing that I said to ladies when it comes to content trade is that as you your career grows and the years grow, that circle of what you do content with or who you do content with goes to shrink anyway. Because oh, yeah. once you become a bigger name, now you got to take it to account. Is he benefiting more and I'm benefiting more? Mm -hmm. You know, really. And you're damn near at the point where you can groom male time. You yeah. feel me? You take, take a complete newbie and, 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 and build them up type situation. If it can't exactly. Happen. You know, because it like, let's be honest, it's, there ain't too many dudes in the game that can... Yeah, as you can sit here and say, well, it's a benefit me shooting with him. You gotta be I know, yeah. I I definitely have a couple scenes of uh like people I just dated that are on Pornhub and they don't they don't not in the industry, so I'm like, Hey, that's my money. I have all the two two five sevens, I got the IDs, I got it all. Cool. Oh so. my god, so so I didn't held this lady up here for an hour, people. 
and we ain't just got to serve to a lot of things. So, with that being said, you know we got to bring her back. So, Miss Kendra Lee, can I call you a smoke buddy? Oh, absolutely. Oh, I just like the way she's just shimmering in big titties too, just shim, shimmy, shimmy, shimmy. So, you know what that means, people. She will be back on the smoke room as well as we're going to bring her on the what? Premium smoke room because the best smoke is always premium. Four ninety nine right. a month. Five premium podcasts for you to enjoy, and you can only find them on Spotify. That's why right, Spotify has video. And what you will see, well, it gets more provocative, it gets more wild, it gets more crazy. <laughs> Titties do come out, people, and <laughs> in a dildo every now and then. But you won't know what happens in the premium smoke room unless you subscribe. You feel me? Because what happens in the premium smoke room stays in the premium smoke room. You feel me? So you got to subscribe. The link is in the description. You feel me? So with that being said, Miss Kendra Lee Ryan, tell everybody where they can spend their good money on you. Um, my cash app? I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> no, you can just go straight to my website, KendraLeeRyan.com. Super easy. I just like to have one website. All my links are on it. Pick photos of me if you just want to stare at my pretty little face or my cute little tushy. Um, yeah, just casuallyride.com. <laughs> yes. So with that being said, people, we can't just end up another way. You know how we end these things all day, every day. Life is a learning experience. What's the point of the experience if you haven't learned anything? Smoke this over. Say goodbye to him, baby. Bye, guys. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs>